Welcome to Safety Chats. Host Jason Stark, Director of Safety at Baldwin Safety and Compliance, shares decades of aviation experience and a passion for safety. Let's get started with this week's Safety Chat. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Baldwin Safety Chat podcast. You guessed it's that podcast where we talk about any safety topic. Let's talk about things that can help us do our jobs just a little bit better. Learning experience for me. I hope it's a learning experience for you. In this podcast, it gets a little personal. And I, I don't want to scare you. Like, oh, gosh, it's getting personal. That's, I want to talk about system behavior. And I think it's really good value to our safety management systems because system is in the name, safety management system. But more importantly, our organizations, our systems, and how systems can somehow behave. I want to start with an example. I actually want to start with a story, personal story. So over the last weekend, my oldest boy decided to go on an 18-hour excursion. We'll just keep it at that, and I won't get into the details, but basically he was missing. So obviously we're, we're concerned that our oldest decided not to come home from school, and that just kind of took off. But naturally the authorities were involved, and... They were looking for him and they, they talked to a lot of them friends. But where the magic really happened is that my wife took to social media. And in all these groups, these parent groups and school groups, she put it out there. And suddenly, within a matter of 15 minutes, 20 minutes, we started getting answers. And people were posting pictures that were being posted on social media by his friends, him with his friends. So we knew he was okay, which was good. He was just going out and doing naughty things. But when it comes to the system, this is where it was really interesting. So you figure our town where we live on a Saturday, it's a system and it has its behavior as a whole. But when we look at it, we just had people going about their business. And basically the Saturday system looks like a bunch of people maybe doing chores, grocery shopping, relaxing, playing, whatever it may be. And then when this notice went out, when my wife posted on social media, the system changed. And this was what was really fascinating to me. So in systems, they talk about systems can be self-organizing. And what we saw was such a huge response of so many parents organizing without being told. It was the plea by my wife and all these parents self-organized to locate her oldest son. And to watch that happen, so we went from a system, which is our town, that was doing their Saturday system things, that all of a sudden organized with a new objective. And what we see in systems, and, and so this is the big thing about systems, especially when we look in our organization and a safety manager. So safety managers, we'd like to take sometimes a reductionist approach, which means that we can decompose the system to its parts and look at the part in isolation and determine causal effects. And that, that's why I'm not a big fan of, of root causes, but that's not valid in a system environment. What we have to look for in systems is we look at the system as a whole, but we also have to look at the interaction of the elements on each other. So what was really neat to see in this case is that, first of all, my wife had an interaction on all these different elements. They self-organized and this new behavior emerged, so emergent behavior. That's another property of the system, which is kind of cool. And we had one parent say, well, I'm going door to door. 
And then all of a sudden another parent saying, well, I'm going door to door too. So now we see this interaction between the elements and how it's influencing the entire system. So now all of a sudden you had a whole network of parents going door to door, saying their kids door to door. You had kids texting their friends. It was amazing. So what that makes me think of in our organizations is the same kind of thing. So for example, a poor leader, authoritarian leader, a leader doesn't have, that doesn't like to follow the rules that will influence the other elements of the system, namely the pilots, you'll start seeing that behavior emerge of non-compliance, but there will still be those elements too that want to comply, want to do the right thing. And we'd hope that those elements would influence the poorly influenced elements into the right thing. But I think it's important to realize from this example is that it really takes strong leadership through the ERP to help make sense of the chaos for the system and then guide the system. And then what I think you'll see is that emergent behavior. You'll see self-organizing to help get the organization through that event. And, and I'm not talking about just the EOC. Obviously, that's a directed organization, but I'm talking about the workforce. And what I think you'll see is that when the organization is going through the struggle that, yes, you have your EOC, so you have your emergency operations center. But what I think you'll see is that people not associated with the EOC, but part of the organization will start organizing and you'll see an emergent behavior that either they're going to be a lot more careful or they're going to be really sensitive to organizational needs. They'll be more protective of the organization. And I think this is really kind of a neat behavior of our systems. What does this mean in the practical sense? So I think when we look at everyday situations and we look at something that happens, we have to be careful to understand how systems act, that interaction between the elements and how the elements can influence each other and how behaviors can emerge in the system due to influences within and outside of the system. When we look at the, the writings of Amy Edmondson, who actually coined the term psychological safety, she talks about the different types of errors. So there's complex errors, there's complicated errors, and there's simple errors. So the complex errors, and even the complicated errors, those are the errors that result because of working in a complex system. But she would even argue that something like a simple error, now a simple mistake would be, I put in the wrong fix and the airplane turned 10 degrees off course, or I forgot a checklist step and forgot to arm the TRs before landing. She would consider those like a simple error, like you missed a checklist step or something like that. And usually uh, she's saying they can be explained the way, but not always. And even simple errors can be the result of complex interactions. So it could be the case that outside of work, the co-pilot maybe had a fight with his partner or her partner and then had a bad drive into work and was really distracted and, and then maybe looked at the flight schedule coming up and saw that he or she was flying for the next 20 days without any time off and now totally distracted, gets in the cockpit and on the first leg and the first landing forgets to arm the TRs because they are distracted. And I think that's kind of an important point to understand that when we look at these events, when we look at how the system behaves, again, through the influence of the elements on each other, outside influence, inside influence, and then also we can see how the system can reorganize, so to speak. I think it's important to keep that in mind, especially when we look at things going on in the organization, specifically in terms of safety. And it goes on the other side too. When you have a risk that you want to mitigate and you implement a risk control, 
it's important to look at that control, not in the very linear sense of you're addressing this one risk, and then it's going to reduce the risk by reducing the probability and or severity, and this will be the outcome. That's a very reductionist, very linear look at that control. But we need to understand that control in the entire system. And we need to understand how that control, when it interacts with the other elements of the system, how that's going to impact those other elements of the system. I know it sounds like a lot to take in, but I think it's important that we do keep that in mind. So going back to the story, we'll we'll keep this short. Obviously, everything turned out all right. Obviously, he had influence from other elements that those three, when those four or five got together, a new behavior emerged, which was not savory behavior. But everything's good. He's back all right, and all is well. But I just wanted to give that example to show how systems can reorganize and how systems can have emergent behavior and how the, in, how the elements influence each other. And it, it's very cursory overdue, and there's a lot we can go into that. But the takeaway, I think, from this podcast is when we look at our organizations, when we look at what's going on in organizations, we have to think in terms of systems. We have to think in terms of the interactions, not just reduce the elements to a singular thing in a silo or a vacuum, but we need to look at all the interactions of the elements. And when we look at certain behaviors or certain ways that the system is organizing, It'll help us give a clue into why it's organizing that way and what's causing that behavior to emerge. And that's very important too. So our job as safety leaders is to try to look at this in terms of the system and the systems aspect. So I know that was a lot, that was heavy, but I think it's important that we think that way. But again, there's a lot of literature out there on thinking in systems. Donella Meadows has a great book on thinking in systems. Peter Sungay has a great book on systems and systems and organizations and thinking in systems. So those are just a couple of resources that, that you may want to look up and learn how to think like that so we can look at the whole picture and understand the system in terms of its elements and the reactions and influences of the elements on each other. And with that being said... Thanksgiving coming up, and it's also a good time to think about what we're all thankful for. And I'm very thankful for y'all and what you do and helping to keep the system safe and just keep doing what you're doing. I'll keep doing what I'm doing, and hopefully what I'm doing is helpful. If there's anything that we can do to improve this, drop us a line. If there's anything you want us to talk about or just to say hi, we'd love to hear from you. And I'll shoot you a hi back, and we can uh, start a dialogue. But again, happy Thanksgiving and stay safe. This podcast is brought to you by Baldwin Safety and Compliance, the leader in safety management for the transportation industry. Since 2004, Baldwin has been providing state-of-the-art solutions and 24-7 support to the aviation and transportation industries. Baldwin's clients include all sizes and types of transportation operators. Baldwin provides safety and related business services to commercial and non-commercial transportation operators, medical transporters, FBOs, MROs, airports, flight schools, UAS operators, firefighters, OEMs, ground transport operators, and others. Visit BaldwinSMS.com to discover how Baldwin can enhance your organization's safety program.